Hello, my name is Michelle. And my name is Joshua. And you're listening to... Shivers in the Shadows. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to our fifth episode. It is a paranormal episode. She has a story or an event that took place. Paranormal event that took oh, place. Oh, several. No, no, no. Several oh. events. Sev- okay, okay. A series of events that I have no idea and about. And continue to happen, apparently. What? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really interesting place. Not not events, but a place that... I really want to visit someday. <laughs> you want to visit? Oh, hell yeah. Just wait till I get into this. But I hope everyone is doing their Christmas shopping, hopefully listening to us while you're driving from store to store. Driving, you know, getting groceries, maybe. Groceries, groceries. Christmas presents. Groceries, maybe, you know, you'll file your taxes while what listening to the us. What is wrong with you? You know, all of the above. So what do you plan on doing in the month of December? You know, thinking about my taxes. Yeah. What about Christmas? Nah. Taxes. (laughs) Taxes. (laughs) Gotta pay them taxes. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're the one who said you wanted to visit this location. uh, Dude. This is, wait till I get, this is so freaking interesting, okay? All right. Just don't get like crazy on me doing my taxes. Oh my God. (laughs) You're so young. What? I'm only like 13 and a half. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into the story already. Okay. This is about the Crescent Hotel in Arkansas. Okay. And the area where it's located is in Eureka Springs. Mm -hmm. It, I'm going to go way back from before the hotel was even built. Okay. Okay. It was originally found by American Indians. And they discovered that the land was healing. The land was healing. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's an old legend about a Sioux princess. I don't know how to say that. I should have looked it up. Yeah. The S-I-O-U-X. Is it Sioux? That sounds like so. We're gonna, we're, let's go with so for now. Okay. That was, she was blind after having an ailment with her eyes. Okay. And she went to the Basin Spring. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't called the Basin Spring at that point. But she found a spring. She went and she washed her eyes in it, and her eyesight came back. Apparently, wow, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, word spread, and American Indians from different tribes all came to this spring and and just took part of the healing powers it gave. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah, and it became a sacred site because of this. There were there was no war was allowed on that site. Because what? it became sacred. Yes. So all these tribes were coming together to take part in the healing of the Basin Spring. And yeah, they were not allowed wow, to Wow, that is fight. lovely. Isn't that amazing? That is. Word went around to Dr. Alba Jackson. He was the first white settler to go there. Okay. And he heard of the legend and he brought his son to the spring to cure his eye ailment. And apparently it cured him as well. It cured Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far as this any this is all like legend, right? So, Dr. Alva Jackson, it was a real That's a real person, like yes. a, a, for sure. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and okay. he started a business selling Dr. Jackson's eye water. Took the water from the spring and looked to sell yes, it. Yes, and started selling it, of course. 
Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the American Indians were like, hey, let's just all share. And then Dr. Jackson's like, this is water. I must sell it. Exactly. How do I get rich <laughs> off this? Right, right. How can I make some money? Exactly. At this point, only the locals knew of the healing waters until Dr. Jackson brought his friend, Judge J.B. Saunders, to the Basin Spring because he had a skin disease that caused inflammation and he also got cured apparently. Wow. Yeah. Now these are real people, but how can you, how can we legitimately know for sure that these things actually happen? There's, you know, exactly. Exactly. So the judge started spreading word of the powers of the Basin Spring. Yeah. And people just started coming and coming and then it was thousands of people. Oh my God. Yeah. It like, it seemed like overnight. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then, on July 4th, 1879, Eureka Springs was founded. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like beyond curious. I want to look this place up right now. <laughs> but like, it seems like you already did that. But, yes, So I'll I let did. you do the talk. And it's actually quite beautiful. My, I, I got this information originally from my husband. He's mm-hmm. familiar with the hotel. And I actually ended up discovering a lot more information than he even knows. Right. But if you look up Eureka Springs, it's actually very beautiful. And mm-hmm. the hotel itself is very beautiful. It's huge and it's on a mountain. Wow. Which I'm going to tell yeah, you Yeah, no, about. we're going to put this in the Instagram for sure. Yes, definitely. When this episode sure. comes out, if, if you're listening to this, our Instagram post will be of the Eureka Springs. Like, yes, go ahead you'll and check see. I'm going to post At several pictures. Shivers in the Shadows on instagram Mm -hmm. yeah so enjoy those pictures and like i said i I can't wait to see it in person (laughs) uh, are you actually planning like you want to No, for sure okay like for sure for sure all right uh my husband and i have been talking about what we want to what we want to do for our one year anniversary and maybe that's my might be one of those things okay it's it's his hometown anyway not not eureka springs but arkansas are you gonna start a water selling business of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, actually, the Basin Spring is now part of a park. And, and of course, I, I I wondered to myself, is that really the Basin Spring? You know how you know how it is. Like people. Oh, I see. Are like, they really going to just make it out to the public like that? Maybe yeah. the real one is hidden somewhere. <gasps> True. Because let me tell you, Eureka Springs actually ended up growing very quickly. And um, most of the, the people that live there were the wealthy people. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So they flocked to the area and they wanted the powers of the magic spring, mm-hmm. you know? And by 1880, which is what, one year? <laughs> 2,000 homes were built and over 15,000 people were living there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So popularity grew because not only you have a spring that cures all kinds of ailments, but the area is beautiful right wait what time was this what year this was 1880 1880 okay. it was founded in 1879 and then by 1880 there was 15,000 people there interesting mm-hmm. so in 1886 is when the crescent hotel was built right on top of the crescent mountain it was built by 18 inch thick limestone and it's believed that the limestone releases electromagnetic and psychic energies what? i didn't look That's too much crazy. into that but it'd be kind of cool if it does i, I don't know right it's believed to have you built that way. It's believed. Okay. Yes, it's believed. Yeah. Well, you can't really like statistically say, yep, that actually does have psychic energy. Right. <laughs> but like if you go there in person, you're, you know, maybe you feel something. Maybe. So, yeah. Right. yeah. 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 While it was being built, it was built between 1884 to 1886. Mm-hmm. An Irish stonemason that was part of the group that was building the hotel, mm-hmm. he fell to his death. So this is the first death Whoa. in the area. Yeah, and where he fell to his death is now room 218 in the hotel. Interesting. Yes, and there is ghost activities in that room. 
Um, there's a ghost that they call Michael. A ghost they call, they name that? Yes, they name him Michael. Oh, man. And that entity has actually been classified as, as a poltergeist. What? Because of the activity that's happened in that room. Some of the things that has happened, <laughs> wait till you hear this, like doors opening and closing okay. by themselves, they slam shut. Oh and my. then when you go to try to open it, it won't open. Hands. What? Coming out of a mirror. Mm, okay, you kind of lost me on this one. Why? Because. That is crazy. Yeah, it's, yes, that is terrifying, right? But are you good? You just like, had like a seizure. <laughs> just trying to get comfortable the hands coming out of the mirrors made you like start bouncing around um i don't know what she's talking about getting comfortable she literally did a backflip oh my god Uh, dude if only i was that flexible to be able to do something like that so i'm gonna say this actually looking at my reflection here um hands coming out of the mirrors dude it is possible Okay. Why are you so skeptical about I, it? I'm just because, like, I will. I ever believe door slamming. Everyone's experienced some type of nightmare. But Not everyone. I have never experienced a door. Everyone and their grandma has experienced a door slamming. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know Hands what kind of freaking world of you're <laughs> I personally am someone That's that why finds he's been classified a poltergeist. I, Joshua, have you not read these stories where people get scratches and bruises? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's You're from with me. poltergeists because they're strong, dark yes. entities. And trust me, I'm actually like, I've always, if there's been anything that's terrifying to me, it has been like stuff happening with mirrors and like your reflection, you know, like having a different, something different about it. You know, maybe you smile, it's a little delayed. You know, stuff like that. Whoa, that's just that, yeah. creepy. That's, yeah. But a hand coming out is something that's just personally hard for me to wrap my head around, but I'm not going to interrupt it. I want to hear more. Okay. And cries of a man falling from the ceiling how did he did he get pushed or like it just says when he was making it or he it, fell it's weird because one of the articles says plunged Ooh. which makes me feel like pushed did he on purpose did he do this to himself or was it an accidental fall i see yeah and, and i tried to find more information on him like a name or details but it was such a long time ago i guess it didn't keep documentation right. on those kinds of events and actually Right after that happened, all of those wealthy people, mm-hmm. they did not really care about the matter. And they all they wanted was the hotel to be built. And as soon as it was built, they had a huge VIP event with all of the wealthy people there. Interesting. Like nothing had happened. Nobody lost their life there, you know? <laughs> and so, were these wealthy people, like you say there was like stonemasons or anything like that. Yeah, they're the ones that built the They're hotel. the ones that built it. They weren't. Were they related adults to wealthy people? Were any of these stonemasons the wealthy people? I'm just curious. My no, own little no, no, no. personal theory. I'm so sorry. I just got distracted about this story because I I just did my own digging regarding the um masons that built it, right? And immediately as soon as you said that, I thought to myself, Freemasons. Because the Freemasons are the oldest fraternity. They are they're they're always mysterious because of their their saying is literally hear, see, don't speak, or don't tell. And they, their whole thing is like enlightenment and like magic. You have people like George Washington was a Freemason. Like there are, they're basically an organization, the oldest fraternity, right? And as soon as you said Irish Freemason, right? I thought to myself like, or not, you didn't say Irish Freemason, you said Irish Stonemason. They were Stonemasons. I immediately like curious, you know, gears turning. And I just searched up right now, Eureka Springs Freemasons. And I actually just found that in 1881, they built the a Masonic, the Masonic 
Basin Lodge, which is not long after. Um, it was right when before it was, the it was, Crescent Hotel. It was before the hotel? 1881? Yeah, the Crescent Hotel was built in 1886. Interesting. So if there's some type of like correlation there, that would be incredible. I just think. Where Where is that located? The, the Masonic Basin Lodge is in Eureka Springs. It was organized <laughs> in 1881. Oh, wow. It's located in a brick building off of East Mountain. This is another place you can visit. Yeah. No, that's cool. Like if there's some type of correlation there. But correlation in in what way you between think? the Freemasons and why were they interested in this area? And there was a, a stonemason that died there. Mm. Was he correlated to it? Mm. Like, what do they know regarding the area? You're, you're, you did some hours of research. These yeah, people, but I know were nothing. I didn't look up built, the, the Freemasons. Hotel. So the Freemasons, yeah. If you're curious and you want to go down like a loophole about like the history of people like George Washington or other Freemasons, um, there's just still something that happens today. Though. Like you can see Masonic lodges. There's one actually that we pass some time whenever we go past where we used to live. But enough oh, wow. about the Freemasons. Okay. It's just a cool personal theory that I just kind of like saw yeah. some validation towards. That's really interesting. But please, please continue with what you were saying. Okay. All right. So the hotel has a dining room called the Crystal Dining Room. Okay. Where many employees have seen a ghost in a Victorian dress. And one year they had a grand Christmas tree in the dining room okay. with lots of presents beneath it. And one morning they go into the dining room and they find that the huge grand Christmas tree mm-hmm. and all of the presents were moved from one end of the room to the other end. And okay. all of the chairs from the dining room were put in a, in a circle around the Christmas tree facing the Christmas tree. What? Yeah. Isn't that That's just... A circle around the Christmas tree? Yes. That's... Facing the Christmas tree. Interesting. I'm just... Uh, another correlation to the Freemasons is that they actually do have... Um, this correlation with the moon that they do in their like rituals where they do like walk in a circle. What? So I just, I, I thought that would be interesting to mention. What mind blown right now. Their ceremonies, yeah. They walk in circles. And wow. Ceremonies. That it's is like, so interesting. Like I'm getting yeah, like, woo. Yeah. That is so interesting. I know. <laughs> These are things that you know <laughs> that I didn't even discover in my research. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. It's like speak here, do not tell. I'm sorry see here do not tell you, they don't speak about their or what they do in their organizations like not most not no knowledge really oh wow yeah like the fight club yeah exactly first rule freemasonry like don't talk about being a freemason <laughs> okay another thing <laughs> it's that like fight club <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> another another thing that happened in right. the dining room is the right. menus that were placed on the tables were scattered all over the dining room, Whoa. but nothing else. Everything else was in place. Like another time, a waitress looked in the mirror in the room, I guess checking her makeup. Yeah. She saw a man and a woman dressed in Victorian clothing mm-hmm. facing each other like in a wedding. Okay. The groom turned his face and made eye contact with her, with the waitress. Yeah. And then the couple faded away. Whoa. Yeah. She quit shortly after that. That that's waitress wild. Did. Yeah, I know. Especially the quitting part, because that seems like that is, again, something that's verifiable. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's just finding all the documentation. Right. Very or difficult. going to the hotel and actually talking to the people who experienced well, it. Well, actually, there is a cook that I will talk about later. Yeah. That still works there. I see. That, yeah. Still works so, there? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's been there for a long time. Wow. Uh, he's got a few stories, too, that okay. I'm going to talk about later. Uh, there's an apparition of a man dressed in Victorian clothing. Also, apparitions such a 
interesting word to use, like a, a figure. Yeah, because I don't want to say entity or ghost. Right. You know, it's an apparitions just. Yeah, it's still undefinable, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he stands near a table, mm-hmm. near a specific table in the dining room. And he says, I saw the most beautiful woman here last night and I'm waiting for her to return. Wow. And then he vanishes. That's weird. I know, right? Many guests have said they've seen apparitions in Victorian in Victorian ball attire dancing around the room in the middle of the night when the room is closed and dark. I am loving how these experiences all seem to be jovial. Like they don't necessarily seem to be bad. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. And there's tour guides that take you around there and they, and one of the tour guides she mentions how they're they're just mischievous. Interesting. With the things that they do. They're not harmful or in any in anything like that, you know? In in nineteen oh two, the Frisco Railroad rented the hotel. Okay. But he, they had to close after five years due to slow business. Okay. And then in nineteen oh eight, it became the Crescent College. The Crescent College. The Crescent College Whoa. and Conservatory for Young Women. Do you remember what I said that the Freemasons like why they walk in a circle? No. The moon? Yeah. The moon crescent? Oh, um, it's called the Crescent Hotel. <gasps> I, Whoa! I'm just saying, like, I'm... what, <laughs> dude? <laughs> Holy shit balls! <laughs> That's cool. It keeps coming back around to this. Yeah, I want to learn more about these Freemasons. I will man. tell you more. Like... <laughs> Goodness. Okay, let's let's get on with this story right now, yeah. though, because I'm pretty sure you can go on for a while. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Okay, so I just looked into like the Freemason moon stuff because I'm more curious about the mm-hmm. moon and symbolism. And if you search up the Masonic moon, you will actually see that it is a crescent moon. What? And I'm going to re- go ahead and read what it says here. The moon is a prominent symbol in Freemasonry and can be seen in Masonic prints and banners dating back to the 18th century. And it goes on to talk about how the moon was mentioned in the rituals that they did. Oh, okay. And... Yeah, like the moon and the sun do have like symbolism. With Freemasonry? Not just Freemasonry specifically. And on the topic of like alchemical philosophy, it's like a mouthful a little bit, but yeah. I won't go into that. That's okay, my, yeah, that's, that's my interest. Like We're talking about the paranormal yeah. stuff. So. One of your many interests. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I know a lot about a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Know a lot about a lot. <laughs> okay. That is so interesting though. Mm-hmm. Crescent Hotel if- and Freemasonry is a... It- crescent moon please like the, continue to like look for symbolism as you're reading and like we'll point it out yes well you do that for oh, me because okay, apparently right, right. you're doing really well and <laughs> keeping everything really connected thank you okay the college offered a comprehensive curriculum okay to young women right and it gave them exceptional educational opportunities mm-hmm. so they you know and during this time period like it's it was really unheard of for women to be pursuing their futures Valid. And it really succeeded. It gained a really reputable reputation. Mm-hmm. And women from all over the country started to go there. Okay. Because of its reputation. But unfortunately, the Great Depression happened and they had to close. I see. Yeah. So. Dang. But it gave a lot of opportunity though. Yes. That's cool. But death okay. number two happened during that time. Death number two. Yes. A woman fell from one of the windows and died. Fell. Mm-hmm. People are always seeming to fall. Yeah. Yeah. That's odd. The former mayor. Mm-hmm. Claude Fuller okay. at, of that time and the current mayor, Albert G. Ingalls, purchased the hotel in 1925. All right. And in 1934, they sold it to a man named Norman Baker. 
Norman Baker. This guy makes the hotel extremely interesting. He bought the building and named it the Baker Cancer Center. Okay. Yes. He claimed to be a licensed physician. And he, in reality, had no medical knowledge whatsoever. Mm -hmm. He examined people in the basement. He claimed to have the cure for cancer. And he would charge families extravagant amounts of money. Because, of course, these were all wealthy people. No, not all, but the majority of people, they were wealthy. Was there any type of, like, hidden? Did he hide it? Or was it, like, he broadcasted it? Broadcast what? That he had the cure. No, he broadcast it. Okay. On the radio, flyers. I'm actually going to post some images of flyers that he made. Okay. Along with his picture. He took millions of dollars from these people. Wow. In that time. And in a lot of people, he take their life savings because these are people that are dying yeah. from cancer. So, yes, they're willing to give their life savings mm-hmm. for this cure, you know. His so-called cure was a concoction of water from the springs, watermelon seeds, clover, corn silk, I had to look up what corn silk was. Mm-hmm. It's actually used for chest pain. Interesting. High blood pressure and preventing a group of eye disorders that can lead to vision loss like wow. glaucoma and things like that. Yeah. Going back to the eyes. Yeah, I know, right? There was seems to be a lot of eye issues. Anyway, Don't make and me also, start looking at the like the oh between the eyes and the moon. <laughs> the eyes and the moon. I'm gonna like. Well, in, in the in the Freemasonry image, the the, the eye moon the moon had has eyes. eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but anyway, right. Anyway, um, it also had carbolic acid, right, which is a liquid that destroys bacteria and it's used for cleaning injuries or surfaces to prevent disease. Okay. So it seems to me like that is something that should not be in you know ingested. Yeah, it's a cleaner. Yeah, and he put that into his concoction along with a bunch of opiates, which helped with the pain of the cleaner. No, no. Oh, okay, of their illness. Oh, right. Because so I imagine the- after they drink this, yeah. it gave them the illusion that it was helping them because hey, the pain is gone for a few mm-hmm. moments. Like oh wow, this is actually helping me, you know? Yeah. And he would sometimes inject this concoction into their skulls. What? Yes. Yes, into a hole in their skulls. What the? Yes. Do you know where in the skull? I don't know specifically where. Okay. But he made a hole and then injected it. I just, gives me the heebie-jeebies. It makes me extremely curious. Like, if it was the same spot every time. I I don't know. Like, where would he do it? I don't know, but. What does the brain have to do with? He was just experimenting. There's more. He's not done. Okay. This guy's not done, Okay. Um, Sometimes there were patients that were truly suffering, like in a lot of pain, Mm -hmm. and he would hide them in a separate area, secluded, that he called the psychiatric ward. Okay. He didn't want them out for other patients who are not as bad what? or people who are coming in looking about the place to see, if this is the place that I want to go to. They reacted bad? Well, they were suffering severely yeah. from their from their illness and his concoction was not helping them in any way. Right. And so, was it only brain victims that went to the psychiatric ward or no? No, 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 cancer. Okay, right. Yeah, cancer of any parts of the body. No, I mean like, as in he... The people that he injected in the head, are they the ones I, that It were? doesn't, I never, I didn't get any details about how those people reacted to his concoction. Okay. Yeah. I see. Because like, it's kind of sounds I, like. He just, I think he just experimented on, they would ingest it in any way. Like maybe okay. they'd drink it. Okay. He'd inject it. Yeah. Kind of sounds like a lobotomy though. No, because he never removed any parts of the brain. He just injected this okay, concoction into you. his head. Yeah. He also, he did organ transplants on these people. Not all of them, but some of them. Mm-hmm. This was a procedure that during that time was hardly known or used. Okay. Organ We're transplants? Talking, yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And this is by someone who has no medical knowledge whatsoever. Wow. 
Yes. He would send letters to the patient's relatives asking for more money. Mm -hmm. He would send them in the patient's names, pretending to be the patient. Okay. Asking the family for more money. What? Yeah. Sometimes the patients were already dead and he would mail letters to those families asking them for more money. And he would send evidence to them telling them the cure is working, but I need more money because, you know, I need, I need more. Damn. Yeah. So do you, do you know what one of his, his uh, forms of evidence was what? he would like if you went if you had arm cancer like if the cancer was in your arm or, mm-hmm. or your fingers or skin cancer he would remove that part of your body and put a cadaver's arm or leg onto your body a cadaver a dead person oh he would put a dead person's body part to the living person's body part yeah take a picture and send it to the family whoa saying look it's healed i'm healed they're healed what the hell? Yes. Yep. He would also hire people to sit out in the front of the in the front rooms, mm-hmm. playing cards, having drinks, chit chatting about their day. These were people that had nothing that were not sick at all. So that when patients would go into the cancer center, they'd see all these healthy people and think, "Hey, this is a great place. Like, look at all these healthy patients. Oh my goodness." Jeez. Yeah. Yes. That. Oh my that God. is. I know. Eventually, the FBI caught up to him and they figured out what he was doing and he was arrested for mail fraud in 1940. Mail fraud. Mail fraud because he was sending letters to families that... But not anything to do with like the actual... I know. Did the victims get their justification? Mm -mm. He was in jail for four years. Wow. He went to jail for four years. You want to know what is known though? What? Is that three, over 300 patients checked into... The Norman Baker Cancer Center, cancer mm-hmm. center, and none of those people are accounted for afterwards. As in, like they died. Yeah. Yes. As in, they he killed them and disposed of their bodies somehow. Wow. Yes, that guy was something else. Um, yeah. After he he got called for mail fraud, the hotel remained vacant for a few years, and it was purchased and sold by several people. Mm-hmm. But it was always like a little short term periods. Until 1967, there was a fire mm-hmm. in the hotel in the penthouse area, which was the fourth floor. Okay. And it took a significant part of it. This encouraged the owners of that time to renovate and repair a lot of the things that were wrong in the hotel. Yeah. And then it was sold to Mr. and Mrs. Robert Vegans with Resort Enterprises. They wanted to bring it back to its former glory. Okay. And they added modern amenities to it. And they also expanded it. And this is when the first supernatural started. Supernatural stories started to emerge. The first, as in the first, because we heard the ones before. So these are. Well, no, no. Those, those stories that I told you about are things that happened now while it's been a hotel. Because mm-hmm. remember, oh. yeah, it was a hotel for a little while back in the day when it first yeah. opened. The stories I told you about are things that have happened recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. To, I see. Yeah. To guests now and the workers now in the last few decades. Right. Okay. But this is... Beginning. This is beginning. This is when the first stories actually started to emerge. Okay. Before, before this point, maybe there ha- there were supernatural things happening, but it, no one had really talked about it. Gotcha. In 1997, the property was then purchased by the Roenicks. Okay. And they embraced the hauntings and the stories. They offered, they started offering ghost tours to the public. They still own the property. This is when it was labeled America's most haunted hotel. Wow. Mm-hmm. So they like use that. Yes. The advantage. Mm-hmm. 
17 different paranormal TV shows have featured this hotel. Okay. Ghost Whoa. Hunters and Ghost Adventures are two of those. Interesting. Yes. And Ghost Hunters actually captured a full body apparition on a heat sensing camera. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to post that picture okay. on Instagram as well. Yes. In 2019, Five News mm-hmm. reported a shocking discovery what's that they started building a sporting club okay and the crew started digging and they discovered over 400 glass bottles buried with weird concoctions and medical specimens whoa that they believe were from the norman years quote unquote wow yeah uh sarah eschel is a ghost tour guide there Mm -hmm. and she told five news quote I mean, we had known that the bottles had existed before that. We had a flyer of them, and we knew they had basically been in our basement for a long time. There were rumors that Dr. Baker, Dr. Baker used to display the bottles to promote his cures. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I don't know how a bottle with an unknown specimen in it is going to promote his... Look, I can cure, see? Because he's like relying... It's like magic almost, right? Oh, like I'm so, a scientist, see? Look at all these bottles with stuff in them. Science? Okay, yeah, I see. But yeah. like an unknown specimen? Like how do you... Yeah, wait. How do you like define like so an some, unknown specimen? Sarah, the tour guide, mm-hmm. actually said, quote, some of the specimens are still in our morgue for people to see on tours. And so it's really exciting to find, to kind of guess what's in there as well. I see. Okay, but they they actually do know what's in them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a paranormal research named Larry Flaxman mm-hmm. who sought help of a surgical pathologist, Dr. Charles Matthew Quick. Okay. Who works with UAMS, which is the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. I see. They verified the samples found in the bottles mm-hmm. to be human tissue. Wow. From some of Baker's patients. So that's what the specimens are. Dang. Human. So they're having people guess. And I bet some people were right. Yeah, for sure. I mean. But if you saw the glasses, do you think you'd be like, that's human meat? <laughs> I, would I, you... <laughs> I would wonder. Okay. It would cross your mind. I mean, what else could it be? Right. I mean, uh, unless you see a, a specific, like a finger. That would be wild. Yeah. Or a nose. Yeah. I and think yeah. that, I don't really think you need like a physicist. But, yeah. But I think if, if, so, if they needed someone to actually, mm-hmm. well, maybe even, even if they see a nose, yeah, you could think it's fake. Yeah. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. True. So I, I, I can't wait to go. Oh my goodness. And actually look at them and see. I see. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be <laughs> so face. fun for you. Yeah. You're just like, like no, thank you. <laughs> okay. So oh, I'll uh, be curious too. I was more just like imagining you experiencing that. I'll be so excited. Yeah. And I told my husband that what? we need to stay in one of these rooms because there's actually several other rooms that have activity in them. Really? Yes. I'm curious if they charge for more, but you can that I'm curious too. I'm, I haven't looked into that mm-hmm. because I'm broke as hell right now. Man. But. <laughs> but it's okay. You're going to get your money up, not your funny up, right? Say that one excuse more time. Excuse me. Excuse me. You're going to get your money up, not your funny up, right? <laughs> You're trying to say I'm not funny? Oh, no. You don't know. I say that all the time. Like, get your money up, not your funny up. What does that it's mean? It's a video of a dude, okay? And he's walking out of a store and he's holding like a bottle of liquor. Real ones, no. And yeah, not the he old looks ones at like the me. camera and he goes, get your money up, not your funny up. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> get your money up. I still don't understand. <laughs> That's how he does it. And Sure. Okay. It just... Whatever that means, but it just yes, means I stop want to get a, my money up. Stop being a goofball and get your money up. Okay. That's what it means. 
<laughs> or it could, or we can be like Joshua what? and do both. Get my funny up and my boom. boom. I haven't even thought about that. <laughs> that <laughs> I didn't even think that was an option. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Whoa. New mission unlocked. Mind blown. <laughs> my money. Damn, my funny up. <laughs> okay. All right. oh dude what do you think comedians do this is totally off the subject. i'm not a comedian but dude, though but seriously you have that potential what do they do they get the money up and they're funny look i mean you're not lying you're not lying but like most com- i mean a lot of comedians are broke that's true. i heard matt rife you know matt rife, matt rife. Blo- he was struggling he did he had he's his not funny struggling up. anymore that's exactly. for sure yeah you're right i don't think he's struggling in any area of his life <laughs> No way. He's actually like, there's actually a lot of drama right now involving him. Oh so my gosh, I was, we're totally like going. Yeah, as you do. We'll come back to it. The specimens of human meat. There's always time. Human to talk, meat. There's always time to talk about human meat. That's actually my second saying that I say all the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> I um, live by those words. I live by those words right there. Mm-hmm. So Matt Rife, what drama? Drama involving Matt Rife and the comedian. You can search him up. He's a guy, if you're not familiar, you see a lot of clips of him online. He's like, he does like really good crowd work. Yeah. And he like got super popular off of his interactions with crowds because of his good looks. Yeah. And his humor. And and his humor. humor. He's really good. He's, he's got that wit. Yeah. He is on it. He's witty. Yeah. Just like you. Stop. I don't see myself. You know what's funny is, is you constantly diss me and I'm pumping you up. Yeah. True. (laughs) True. But hey, it works. (laughs) <laughs> yeah valid valid feel bad feel bad i started to feel bad a little bit yeah, go, go, go ahead you feel bad Aww. make it up to me in christmas <laughs> oh i totally forgot about you the fact that you get gifts you're such an asshole oh my god <laughs> you're such we're an still asshole. doing that yeah oh my god oh my god your birthday and christmas seriously whatever yeah this happens must happen i'm not gonna go into the mad rap drama but if you're curious he like some stuff going on with him and um honestly i don't even know Oh, that's it interesting. Was, yeah. you're, you're going into it, but you don't even know. Because I, wow, I, I'd like there's a part of my brain that's like like five megabytes of information regarding it, <laughs> and like they're corrupted or something. So let's go back to the story instead. It's still buffering. It'll be buffering for exactly. three days. <laughs> the mad life part of then, my brain, and then it'll just glitch out. And exactly, actually, yeah. you know what? I'll get sleep, and then all of a sudden, I know I'm, I'm an expert on the topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and accurate. that'll be all you know. It's all for like I talk a day. About. Yeah, okay. <laughs> What is it? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> so, Dr. Baker okay. is actually one of the apparitions that people claim to have seen in the hospital. Okay. Whoa, really? Yeah, and well, it's not a hospital anymore. The hotel. The hotel. Yes. He has been seen in a purple shirt with a linen suit that matches photographs of the doctor. Interesting. He actually was really a big fan of purple, apparently, because when he had the hotel, mm-hmm. he renovated the whole place to a lot of purple odd weird yeah there's also a nurse that pushes a gurney in the morgue yes there's a morgue area that is still there and you can go into it and look at it um whoa i can't wait well there's a nurse that pushes a gurney in that morgue area yeah and people have claimed to hear the squeaks and rattles down the halls oh my god how cool would that be you look terrified that is hell yeah yeah, no, actually. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> there's one maintenance man mm-hmm. who once saw all the washers and dryers turn on in the middle of the night in the laundry room. At the same time? or like They all turn on at the same time. Whoa. And the laundry room is next to, guess where? The, the morgue. Don't tell me. Oh, okay, the morgue. That was easy. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say the- um, The garden. The place that got set on fire. 
Gordon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So the morgue. The morgue. The place that I was just speaking about. Yeah, yeah. Two seconds ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what the laundry room. Is. Right. <laughs> and the morgue. Right. Actually, still has Baker's old autopsy table in there. Yo. In the walk-in freezer. That has a vibe. I feel like you. That's a room you walk in and you feel. I'm gonna get into that. Okay. In a little bit too, okay. because there are people who feel. Damn. Yes, there is also an apparition named Theodora mm-hmm. in room 419, which many housekeepers have claimed to have seen. Okay. She apparently introduces herself to them as a cancer patient. After the introductions are made, mm-hmm. she disappears. What? Mm-hmm. That is so odd. She only introduces. So you have a guy that's a woman that introduces and a guy that's looking for his wife. Interesting. No, he's looking for a beautiful woman. Oh, looking for beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see. She's also been seen fiddling with her keys outside of the room. And she has also cleaned up after guests' room after they leave. This is why I love the idea of apparatus. Entities, ghosts being like stuck energy. Did you just say apparatus? Is that incorrect? Yes, it's apparitions. What's an apparatus? An apparatus is the technical equipment or machinery needed for a particular activity or purpose. Same thing. So a keyboard is an apparatus. Same thing. Your hair is an apparatus. All right. <laughs> you bring me up, huh? Okay. Sometime, most of the time. Okay. But hey, whenever I get the opportunity, I take it. Okay. Okay. So anyway, yes, uh, you were the saying apparatus. the apparatus. The apparatus. I love the theory that ghosts are stuck energy and that that's why like you know, it's repetitive cycles of that energy playing out. And that's what you feel, you know, mm-hmm. whatever's like malevolent or like her, her mischievous or just confused. Mm-hmm. A guy looking for his beautiful girl, this what anxious ghost that cleans up after people, probably a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Probably is, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's also this is sad. There's a, a couple. Richard and Mary Breckenridge, mm-hmm. who lost their four-year-old little boy. Oh. He had appendicitis, and he died in the hotel. He has been seen Whoa. in the hotel. Yeah. Doing what? Running around the halls. Wow. hmm There was also a Dr. John Fremont Ellis mm-hmm. that worked there as an in-house doctor. A legit guy who worked in Eureka Springs. He had his own little home that he was a doctor in. And I guess sometimes he worked at the Crescent Hotel. Interesting. Yep. He was an in-house doctor. And he was, his office mm-hmm. was in room 212, which 212. is now room 212. Okay. And he used to smoke a pipe with cherry tobacco. And sometimes you can smell the cherry tobacco. Int- Ooh, I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. Yeah. And sometimes they see him with his pipe. There's also a kitty, a kitty cat. There's a kitty. Named Morris. That was the hotel cat. Okay. And he was known as the hotel general manager. For 21 years. Wow. Mm-hmm, until he passed away. But he still sticks around. He was buried on the property and people still see him and hear him. Oh. And that's so sweet. Dang. So cute. It seems like this hotel is now like the a magnet. You know, because, for example, like Dr. Ellis. Mm-hmm. That is, this is not his main, it's not his home. Right. This was, not, this was just a place that he worked in and people have seen his spirit. Yeah. So, I'm... I, I feel like this has just become a magnet for spirits. It seems that way. Doesn't it? I mean, it also, like, the fact that there's still a morgue there, like, it just seems like... I know, and all of the things that have happened. It's like, yeah. They're paused. It's like they're paused there. Yeah. Instead of death and moving on, necessarily. You know, the energy going on, continuing. Mm -hmm. It's like they're paused. It's so interesting. One of the most interesting things that I read about Mm -hmm. this is that 
Many believe that there's a portal okay. on the floor above where the morgue is now. Okay. They feel like where I was talking to you about how people were feeling. They faint. feel faint mm-hmm. when they walk through there. Some people have passed out, just completely passed Whoa. out. Mm-hmm. Some people turn really pale and fall up against the wall and then have to sit down until they can get their, you know. Like composure? Their composure. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, these episodes don't ever, they don't last very long, mm-hmm. but it does prove that there's something supernatural going on there. Yeah. Because it's affecting some people and it doesn't affect everybody, but some of us are more prone to these kinds of things than others. You yeah. Know? More sensitive. More sensitive. Yeah. Energy. Not prone, but more sensitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In historicaltells.org, mm-hmm. it's said that a tour guide spoke out about a couple that was staying on the first floor near the governor's suite. And they said that on the second night that they were there, they went to bed. Yeah. And they slept with just a sheet covering them. When the husband woke up sweating and he noticed that someone had tucked them in with a comforter. Wow. Yeah. And it happened three more times that night. What the hell? Oh, I know. Someone was like, listen, y'all need to get cozy. That she is not doing anything for you. You need to bundle up. Mm -hmm. Here's that comforter. How does one get haunted? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really want to know because I want to stay in these exactly. rooms and I want to store that it room my own. Is extra expensive. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Because, mm-hmm. dude, I just, right. I need to stay there and okay. I want to have one of my own stories and I'll come back over here and I'll tell you all about it. Okay. Someday. You'll call me on the next day. You'll be like, next day, I'll be calling you at 3 a.m. Oh. Dude, you won't believe what just happened to me. True, true, true. Um, there's another guide mm-hmm. who spoke about. Another couple that stayed in room 221. When they stepped off the elevator to the second floor, they met a man that was dressed in a Victorian style outfit. I don't know what's up with the Victorian style. I don't know, but it's cool. Yeah. He greeted them and asked them if they needed any help finding their room. They thought he worked there, so they agreed. They probably thought, hey, he's dressed like the hotel is old and, you know. So he led them to room 221. He unlocked the door and they went in. And, w- and he waited at the door and moved his head from side to side. Like, okay. Okay. So they realized, oh, we haven't tipped him. So they went and got some cash. And when they came back, he was gone. Wow. That's not it. The next day, mm-hmm. they left the room to do whatever, came back, and the door wouldn't open. So like, what the hell's going on? They went to the front desk, and the staff member realized that they had the wrong key. They had the key to room 321, not 221. So how the hell did they get? Did he open that door? Yeah. Then when they talked about the guy that worked there, the one who opened the door for them, Mm -hmm. the staff member said, no such man works here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Isn't that just whoa? Yeah, that is. whoa. Steve Garrison is the cook that has been working at the hotel for over 14 years. Mm -hmm. And he said that he's never been much of a believer of these stories. Okay, He's Mr. Skeptic, you know. Yeah, whatever. Well, one morning. He was chopping up some veggies when he looked up and he saw a little boy with pop bottle glasses. You know what those are? like the Pop really, bottle glasses? Mm-hmm. They're really thick glasses. Oh, pop bottle. They're like the, the super thick yeah. glass. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. And the eyes look all weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they look really huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was dressed in old-fashioned clothes, running and skipping around the kitchen. Yeah? And then what? That was it. That was it? Just like... And then the boy yeah. disappeared or what? I'm confused. Yeah. And then I guess he just. He just saw a boy once. He just saw a little boy. But that's not it. What? Another morning, he turned the lights on in the kitchen and most of the pots and pans went flying off their hooks. Wow. That's mischievous. That's mischievous. Mischievous. Yes. Yep. And poor guy had to clean them all up. Dang. <laughs> the most recent is mm-hmm. in 2017. 
According to Five News, on June 11th, William Thomas, a 62-year-old man from Webb City, Missouri, mm-hmm. was visiting the hotel and he fell to his death from the fourth floor. What? I'm just kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm a little like the, the fours and the twos and... The eights, you know, like 281 is the first one. 221. 221. And then you have... Um, 419, yeah. Well, like, what does that mean? What? I don't know. I'm just seeing like the, the consistent two. Four, and the fourth eight. floor is where the fire happened. Yeah, the fourth floor. Fourth floor of the fire. Mm-hmm. The fourth floor he fell. The police chief, Thomas Accord, said the man walked out of the bar mm-hmm. and fell over the railing at the top of the staircase. We know he had been in the bar on top of the crescent. Okay. And we know his wife was with him. That's that's about all they know. That's what he said. Wow. It, there's nothing from the wife at all? No. I, I looked up because apparently there was an autopsy done as well. Mm-hmm. I tried to find the autopsy report and yeah. every article I found was just the same wording, the same Okay, thing. right. Look, there's and a like, report. Yeah, I couldn't just find anything after after this. I see. So more details, please, but nothing. Yeah. Uh, 911 was called right after at 11 p.m., like a, like right after 11 p.m., and his body was taken to Eureka Springs Hospital, where he was pronounced dead. Dang. Yeah. A third Another fall. fall. Yeah. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. So far, we know falling. We like, know the fourth floor. Was it an accidental fall? Mm-hmm. Or did his wife push him because she's like, hey, things happen over here. True. Die, motherfucker. That's Back. actually like an <laughs> interesting point, though. Right? Some people have definitely thought like that before. Like, that's definitely been a really? line of thought that's happened. I, oh, I'm right. sure people have thought like that before. I thought about like, that and I'm like, people I wonder. Here, you know? mm-hmm. I so like know. Pink Panther, baby. Da-dum. Da-dum. <laughs> Pushing someone to their death. <laughs> like, it was a ghost. <laughs> I don't know. Although the hel- the hotel what? centers around all of the supernatural activity and they have ghost tour guides and mm-hmm. ghost tours and everything like that, they also host weddings there and other events that people like birthdays or whatever. Okay. They also have hike trails and spa activities for guests that go there for the beauty. Yeah. And not for the supernatural things. Okay. So that is all I have for the Crescent Hotel. Oh, wow. Yep. That was shocking. I have never heard of it. I'm Neither had that. I. I had never heard of it either until my husband mentioned it to me and he's like, you need to look into that. I will guarantee some further like research into like the free you know, more symbolism that could be there. And maybe people have their theories of their own because like people like. I'm so interested in that. If you guys have any theories, please mm-hmm. write to us. If you want to comment on Instagram right. or if you want to send us an email at shivers in the shadows at gmail.com, mm-hmm. whatever. Please, yeah. that would be because it, uh, yeah, all of this information is I'm, so I interesting. I bet people have their own theories online, though. Like, if we find interesting theories or come up with our own, we should definitely, like, yeah. talk about that. Definitely. Okay. That was a beyond interesting story. Thank you very much. Yeah. Let's so, see. yeah, what I find so interesting is the whole, I feel personally that the whole uh, Dr. Baker and everything that he did there mm-hmm. brought a bunch of negative energy and darkness yeah. that has become like a foundation to the hotel i feel like i don't know i I think for i don't know for some reason i feel like what everything he did just maybe did bring negative energy for sure but like i don't know this mischievous a lot of energy isn't malevolent yes i think and i believe that is because the actual souls that have departed are not Mm -hmm. dark souls but i bet they're like some definitely are and maybe these falls aren't falls but pushes you know i mean i'm sounding kind of like Woo woo. Now, I don't necessarily believe that spirit, you know, there's a ghost out here that are pushing people. But if there are ghosts here, it makes sense. If what every if, now and then. What if that limestone in the, in the magnetic what? field it Creates. produces, maybe that is what's holding them down. 
Maybe. There's also a magnetic spring in Eureka Springs. A magnetic spring? What does that mean? It it has magnetism in it. Interesting. Yeah. Whoa. So you can feel pulling when you're in or something? I, I it's a spring. Yeah. It's not it's not very big. Not not something that mm-hmm. you can dive into. I I'll, I'll post a picture of that as well. Interesting. On Instagram. It's called the magnetic spring. Interesting. Yeah. I'm very curious to know how that works, honestly. Me too. Apparently this this whole little area has a lot of magnetism in it. Mm-hmm. Like the terminology of magnet and magnetic and things like that or what? Yeah. Well, I mean, it. The, they said the the Crescent Hotel was built by limestone that gives off magnetic energy. Interesting. Then there's the magnetic spring that mm-hmm. has magnetic particles in it. Mm-hmm. It's just really interesting. It is. I wonder what else. I'm, I'm looking for patterns in my head. <laughs> Trying to make the connections, yeah. zapping. The like, zip, zip. did this man, did uh, Norman Baker do anything with magnets? Maybe. Well, he was just an evil doctor. I know. I mean, not doctor. He was just an evil comparison. man. I know he had inventions. He had created some inventions, but I didn't feel like diving into that. I see. That, because yeah. most of what he did here had nothing to do with his inventions and more about his horrible, yeah, the atrocities, creative, morbid things that he did. I just don't even know how to explain how to describe that. But if you guys are looking for a good vacation spot consider the crescent hotel <laughs> for sure if you're into all of this yes. like i am for sure i cannot wait to hear what you update i don't know i'm really curious we will like, definitely I wanna update be skeptical. you guys like i want to we... be why do you want to be skeptical because i don't i'd love to be proven wrong i love to be proven wrong so you experiencing something and coming back and talking about it would be awesome for sure definitely yeah. okay. okay well I hope you guys enjoyed our episode and I hope you come back to us for the next one where will be a true crime story. Enjoy all of your Christmas shopping and your grocery shopping and in your taxes. <laughs> yeah. Have fun doing all of that in December. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. I do like the idea of people like doing their Christmas shopping and in the background, it's just like, you know, hearing about ghosts and paranormal activities. Hell yeah. Yeah. There I are spooky are. people, spooky lovers out there, you know? Heck yeah. All right. Bye bye. Bye.